0: Korean director Jeon Yong Kim creates a pastiche of an independent film using stock Ultraman footage and new characters to create something that resembles a film. Does this experiment pay off or will this film be forgotten? Join us as we find out this week. This is Kaiju vs. History, War of the God Monsters.
1: Welcome back to Kaiju vs. History. This is your struggling single dad scientist screaming at the sky, Patrick. And along with me, as always, is an ace reporter willing to creepily lie to insert herself parasite style into the doctor's life. It's uh, a.k.a. Miles. You think uh
0: director Bong really liked this movie? <laughs> that, I mean, <laughs> you, you joke, but he liked uh, Q the Winged Serpent. That's true. I, so, I keep forgetting that. It's like, oh yeah, he did make a Kaiju film, didn't he? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, unfortunately we, this week we are looking at War of the God Monsters, which was released in Korea and I think Korea alone theatrically on January 12th,
0: 1985. Yeah, this this movie is is something else. Mm-hmm. I I I'm curious I'm I'm curious to talk about this with you because I want to know how you feel about the the blending of original footage with the stock Ultraman footage because I certainly have feelings about this. The one thing that surprises me is how good of a copy can be found of this movie. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it,
1: but I own this on Blu-ray because SRS Cinemas put out a version. And for whatever reason, it indeed was filmed on just some of the best stock for almost any kaiji film it's of the 1980s. How looks,
0: good this stupid movie looks!
1: <laughs> it looks, <laughs> and it's just so funny, like, what, what, you know, what they decide to put on this, I'm, I'm sure, very expensive film stock is <laughs> the most insane acting you'll ever see in your entire <laughs> life. But no, we mentioned that when we were diving into the 80s, how many of these movies are... I, I don't know what exactly to call them, but, you know, kind of stock footage montages of of other kaiju films. Gamera Super Monster is one of them. Attack of the Super Monster. Basically, anything with super Monsters. or god <laughs> monster in the title is is based on other footage you know and we did not talk about thunder of gigantic serpent but that was a also a a rehash of king of snake so it happened a lot in the 1980s and this is the one i was most excited to get to because (laughs) of just how insane it
0: is yeah so before we get into the shenanigans patrick tell us what if anything is in a title
1: yeah, so this this film to come out in South Korea. It was called Baishin Gosu. The Flying Monsters is one of the literal translations. Also, Undead Beast. Uh, I put it into Google Translate, and it gave me back the title as Low Flying Monster, which I think is pretty fun.
0: <laughs> All uh, my <laughs> friends love a low monster.
1: Flying Dragon Attacks is is another VHS title that was put out there, Rise of the God Monsters and finally War of the God Monsters, which I think is a pretty good title.
0: It's 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 a fine title, It it's not really it's not really very,
1: evocative of anything happening in this movie. Very generic. Yeah, well. <laughs> um can, can you give us a a recap of what you think happens in this movie, Miles? Do you, did you do
0: you know what happens in the movie? So A reporter is asked to do a piece on a scientist, a reclusive scientist who hasn't been seen in like a decade, who thought dinosaurs were real, or or I think that that was his angle before he went into hiding. Yeah, they still exist, or they're around still. She hops on a uh, plane, trains in automobiles, and inserts herself into this man's life, and befriending this man's daughter to get a story, even though... you know, when you're put, put on assignment, I don't know if you're supposed to take like a six month vacation <laughs> to, to an island, but she is just like living the life for a while. <laughs> and at the same time, this doctor is, or this, or I guess archaeologist is investigating these remains of creatures that seem to not even be fossilized so that he, he surmises that these creatures are still around and it, it is all a- the same.
1: Is a lot of shots of him just wandering around the beach, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. At the same time, giant monsters are attacking things in some form or fashion that no yep. one else seems to talk about until it pops in front of somebody that is in the cast. It you also like have some really weird sequences that don't make <laughs> any sense. That Patrick, one scene you told me was a dream sequence, which I did not catch at all. Yeah. Um, oh, yes, it is. <laughs> and then there's some sequences where I'm just like, what, what, why is she wearing this weird disguise? And then just yanks it off. And then, oh, she's also going to hire someone to attack her so that she can ingratiate herself it, with the profess. It, this movie's weird. This movie has the wildest domestic nightmare story that you're going to see in a kaiju film <laughs> and also really subpar kaiju stuff.
1: Well, I mean, it's, it's 1960s or, or late. No, late seven or early seventies. Subariah Ultraman footage. Sure, it is
0: just Which, the monster footage. Right, you're right. in the Ultraman context of up. in the context of the show it's in. That's fine. In a eighties high quality stock, it's not working as well outside of the context of an Ultraman episode. It, well, it, it, there
1: are. I feel like ten different. S- God monsters, if you will, in this film because I keep having to go through footage. We only focus on like one getting
0: defeated, don't we?
1: Yeah, well, I mean the 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 main one who uh, I, I decided to get the art for for this week's episode, Veracoron or, or whatever the monster's uh, name is on, on Ultraman. I think he is defeated in that dream sequence. So I uh, you might be the only one that actually doesn't exist. Uh, oh my God. The, uh, so, so he has, has a dream sequence and indeed defeats or, or, or watches as Tokyo is, is defeated. Or I guess it would be somewhere in, in Korea, actually <laughs> downtown Korea. Yeah. This film, boy, howdy. Like, like I said, it has a lot of the similar DNA to Gamera Super Monster, but. I also honestly get a lot of Cue the wing Serpent in this movie as well, because it feels like very good acting, very over the top acting in a film that shouldn't you shouldn't be trying so so hard. Right.
0: For, you know? I mean, like, honestly, this is a serious kaiju version of Big Mama's House, because my partner's a huge fan oh, of that movie. Right. And literally in Big Mama's House, Martin Lawrence pulls the exact same thing on the other like. Babysitters that the <laughs> reporter pulls on the other housekeeper. Well, yeah, and
1: I, I, I mentioned *Parasite* as well because I think that's how one of the the family members gets the job is they they send away another person and and kind of take over for them. What what's hilarious to me is when our reporter O'Kee,
0: um which takes, do they ever say her name? Because I was yeah. struggling to figure out what her name was. Yeah,
1: th- well, I think uh, th- I think they just call her. Maybe because it's a little confusing, she is you know pretending to be someone else for a lot of the the early part of the film. I think they call. I mean, she called the Sohi, the young girl, calls her sister, sister, and, and then, she, she
0: doesn't get a name. She's called sister, and then Doctor Kim just calls her you.
1: <laughs> but Oki <O>, <laughs> takes over the role of this this housekeeper or au pair, you know, to to help care for the doctor's daughter and. <laughs> Puts on a disguise that the 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 housekeeper has a giant mole on her face. So she puts a giant mole
0: on for no on her. reason.
1: They, they, what's so funny is they had already seen her without this disguise. And then like a day later, she comes back and now she's got the mole on her face. Yeah, there, there's some very they're very funny elements. Or I, I think they're sp- supposed to be funny. <laughs> I hope they're supposed to be funny. Nam Hye young plays Oki and our, our doctor, the scientist, paleontologist, Dr. Kim is played by Kim Ki-ju. And, uh, Sohee, the, the young girl in the film is played by another Kim, Dahei Kim. So.
0: She's, what, she's a cute little kid. She's
1: <laughs> one of my favorite parts of this movie. Her. <laughs> Her, I don't she, think she's acting at any point. I think she's just existing as a child.
0: Yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely agree with you. I like, there's sometimes she's supposed to act and I'm like it's not working, but anytime where she's supposed to be like a little kid and like, like giving a stink face or oh, yeah. laughing at something that she shouldn't be laughing at, like she just nails it. <laughs>
1: But the way she laughs and claps her hand in her dream sequence when, when the city is getting destroyed by the kaiju is, is probably my favorite part of the movie. But in general, these three are our main characters and all of them just have this crazy dreamlike over, over the top acting that, that makes this movie
0: definitely so bad it's good. I think. I think. Yeah, I mean, this this certainly has an appeal that, like, if you're watching this with friends or you're watching this with drinks, and and you can kind of comment about it and and react in real time to some of the zaniness happening. What's unfortunate for me is, I think all the kaiju stuff kind of just feels. There, it definitely feels like stuff that was just inserted in. If um, they had
1: focused on maybe just a couple of monsters, you know,
0: yeah, and integrated them better in the story, I, 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 I think 100% they just agree. didn't
1: have enough footage of a few, a couple of monsters. I think they had to use a ton of monsters. I think, like I said, did I say ten? One, there, there's a couple that a are ten. like doubled, like <laughs> two like uh, monsters the, at the same
0: time. The flying boy. Who yeah, I yeah. really love because he had he had I just had, the one that looks like a says, chicken. Yeah, no, no. I think it's the first one that's kind of like the very first one we see. I can't remember the same one. Uh, my, my 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 notes just said them googly eyes are great because he had his wild eyes going everywhere that I thought were like, and I think it actually was a googly eye because like it moved a weird way when when the the suit actually moved. I I really like that, but I think that the. The production just suffers being this kind of ramshackle film because I I do think that the story that they are trying to tell is interesting. I like Mm. this weird domestic plot mixed with a kaiju film. I like that as as insane as it is. I just I wish they had maybe you know fifteen dollars so they could have done their own monster stuff to have it integrate with the story. Even if the the monster that they did didn't look great. I think it would have better served the film they were telling. Because, like, honestly, all the stuff they put in there, like, those dinosaur, quote-unquote, bones look like really bad plastic pieces you'd get at, like, a Walmart or something.
1: Well, one's, like, um, an actual cow skull that the, the, the Dr. Yeah. Kim was, like, cradling, like, I found it, a dinosaur. It's oh, like, yeah. And the uh, skulls what? are
0: a very different color than the rest of the skeleton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I just, I wish they had a little bit more money. And this is not like, oh, well, they didn't have any money. It's a bad well, project it's just that the the use of the stock footage from uh Return of ultraman just doesn 't work for
1: me yeah it 's mostly return of ultraman there there's some from from earlier series, one from ultraman and, and one from ultraman ace as well um Veracron is from from ultraman ace who who's one of my favorite monsters in in the film he's he's the one that looks uh, that that's in the dream sequence he's got these crazy affectations he's like big bulbous Kind of looks like fur, but like little polyps all over his body. So his, his movements very, very interesting. But yeah, I was completely taken out when you find out it's like, wait, is this not a real monster? <laughs>
0: it's just a dream. Legit. I. It wasn't until you said that where I was like, wait, wait, wait. What happened? What? 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 Like this movie's not clear on so, so anything.
1: The, the end of the movie movie does pick up a little bit, but w- like what you said, integrating that stock footage into the film. There's a point where one of the giant kaiju comes ashore and Oki is there with a a Polaroid camera (laughs) to take a picture of it. And there's not fear on her face. She's just like mildly, mildly amused. And it runs off to, you know, tell the professor his theory is true. (laughs) Like, finally, there's proof this this polaroid photo at that point he's already destroying the city so it's like okay well everyone right, got but like, the, the but
0: everyone but like so that was so frustrating the things destroying the city but the doctor's like oh well you know you're all crazy and i'm like D- do you guys not have the news do you not have windows <laughs> yeah it,
1: look outside
0: it's what was that movie we were watching i forgot the title already I used one of the chinese ones where it there was a wedding that people kept insist on having are, are he talking about Space Monster Wagwee?
1: <laughs> no, the main character is having a wedding in in that film. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. But this is this is no because in the stories like the captain is the one getting married. I mean, he is in Space Monster Mangwagui. Is, it, is it Space Monster Mongwagwi.
1: Yeah, Space Monster picks up the bride. <laughs> takes takes a runaway bride with him.
0: Yeah, but I feel like I'm talking about a different movie.
1: Okay, well. Yeah, it, 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 we don't get I mean we do get in the later part of the film some production value in tons of extras running away from the monsters and things like that, but up until like an hour into the film there's not that much in interplay between the domestic side of the story and the monsters, you know? You you would think there would be a little bit more before the end. And then the ending is just completely over the top, over dramatic, and there's <laughs> so many plot points that aren't resolved like no one, it is, it is, the movie just ends the one lady leaves her house and instead of wrapping up her child in, in her her back spindle puts a pillow in that oh my god they, they, the the little girl <laughs> finds out at the end so he is the one that points it out Th- there's no resolution to that plot i guess that baby's dead Are yeah no to cause she starts the
0: screaming the baby's
1: name and and <laughs> so messed up. I thought maybe it's like, oh, well, here we go. Here's a heroic turn. Like, Dr. Kim is going to go back in for the child or something. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, he, he gets some scrapes, some bruises and things as he's trying to help his doctor friend out of, of the rebel and whatnot, but
0: it's too you know, late. You, you, I was checking my notes. It was Space Monster Mon- we well, 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 <laughs> I just I could have sworn I separated those movies into two things. Uh, I... Yeah, following this movie is difficult because you think you're watching one thing and then, like, something happens. You're like, what is going on? (laughs) And you have a favorite scene in the film. (laughs) One of those kind of scenes. Oh, yeah. uh, The scene with the doctor, I guess, is a dream sequence. Like, the lighting turns red as if it was a Dario Argento film. And then, like, she's just kind of staring at him through the window and then takes off her hair. Uh, See. I, I don't
1: know if that is supposed to be a dream. I think that actually happened and she's trying to Okay, so scare- I was right. Okay, th- well, so that's I part- think she I think the plot is she's trying to scare away the actual au pair, because this is after she gets found out. So like maybe she's trying to scare away. I don't
0: know what happened, but like it just went demented <laughs> it for went, a second it's and scary. Very- the- scooby doo in that, but there is this way. like weird lighting that reminds me of like you know your your Italian slasher films, your your Jalo movies. Yeah, Like
1: yeah. you get some influence from director uh, Kim Jung <laughs> Young.
0: Yeah, like I said, it, it very much reminded me of like a Dario Argento film, like your Suspiria, and all that use of color in that in that one scene you never see that use of color again in the rest of the
1: movie and, and you know b- both those film styles and this film have a, a very surreal quality to them
0: <laughs> yeah uh i mean this movie definitely feels surreal that's definitely my favorite part i'm looking at i'm looking at my notes to see if anything else like really stuck out uh not really um uh, what what about the uh,
1: midway through after the doctor finds out that she's you know impersonating the housekeeper and we cut to <laughs> oki and so he and having a dance party back in the house. it's it's so out of left field but it looks like it just looks like the the actress playing oki trying to entertain the younger actress <laughs> on set right? and they're rolling yeah. film on it <laughs> oh goodness gracious it makes no sense so much this movie doesn't make any but it's sense. still fun miles it's still a fun experience I, I i own a war of the god monsters t-shirt i bought it from src cinema because the the posters that they commissioned for this film they made two pieces of art specifically for war of the god monsters are great both of those you can hang them on the wall they look they look awesome what well, let's get to, let's get to rating this film. Oh, what is your your personal enjoyment for War of the God Monsters, Miles?
0: So, I got I got to be honest, like this this movie does have a very fun experience attached to it, but I also like some of it did feel like a slog to get through. Like if I had watched this with somebody else, I feel like maybe I I would have uh, liked it a lot more personally, but like it's definitely one I wouldn't mind watching with some friends or or having a couple drinks and 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 doing that, but it's a 5 out of 10 for me, which I, uh, I think is mm-hmm. as as we define the 5 out of 10, which is, you know, kind of a baseline good thing, mixed feelings, flawed but worthy, and I think that's certainly true of this movie like I think there's a lot wrong with this movie, but I also think, yeah, you should definitely check it out.
1: I, I'm giving it a, a six out of 10 because of the so bad it's good quality for, for sure for this film for me, which, uh, you know, last week my personal enjoyment for Return of Godzilla was seven. So that's how close they, they are. This movie almost, besides the, the stock footage, looks as good directorially as, I mean, there's also some very interesting camera movements that they throw in here for, for no reason. It, it looks like people are tr- trying very hard and still failing, which is so fun to watch. It's so fun to watch in, in, in good, bad movies.
0: There I, are mean, some, I, I don't disagree with you there.
1: There are some generally funny parts as well, and it is one of those things that it keeps you on your toes because you do not know what is happening at any point. In this this film, it's hard to believe this thing actually exists in the state that it does, and I'm I'm glad it did get this international you know release in 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 Blu-ray form that that did. So yeah, six out of ten. I am for the technical aspect also giving it a six out of ten because it it, this film just doesn't look that bad. I was really expecting the, the the new footage to look a lot worse than it did, and I was. Also expecting the 70s television stock footage to not look great, but they they look fine. Like uh, as far as, you know, you know, trying to get them to, to fit together. Um, like I said, the, these new scenes really are, are shot very well. The wacky jallo style in the doctor's house and some of the on set locations also amazing, like the, the, the beaches and the, and the caves that they they get to, to shoot here. I don't want to denigrate this film too much, but it does look like a, a professional film at points, which is, you know, <laughs> maybe a knock on the actual end quality of, of the movie. But the, the 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 director did a great job.
0: Yeah, um, I, I I I don't disagree in in that respect. I do think that the the stuff that they did film for the most part, I mean, shooting wise looks good. The script is a kaleidoscopic mess uh, the the part, point is—it's is, really rough. Is is solid for whatever the heck it is they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, it's m- definitely more memorable than last week's
1: Return of Godzilla cast. <laughs> I'll, I'll mean, give them that the, much. Sure,
0: but it, like it's—it's also like, oh, you were given characters that weren't that interesting, except for the crazy housekeeper, and everyone just decided to do even the most normal thing, like amped up to eleven. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I don't know how good or bad you can really say that that is well i can um, i can give it a six out of ten yeah <laughs> Which I, i'm sticking I'm, I'm sticking i'm sticking with five here i think <laughs> that the the kaiju stuff just doesn't work for this movie the ultra ram footage sliced in just the noticeable quality difference is astounding and it it honestly makes the film stumble more <laughs> i yeah there, there's just a, a, a lot wrong with with what they cobbled together and it unfortunately just doesn't work but i think it works better than you know some of the the most terrible stuff that we've seen so there there is that but yeah i I can't give it much more than a five
1: and the the same same for its evocative nature i'm giving it a five out of ten there because i i honestly can't go much further down because it is obvious that the folks behind this film tried to make the best kaiju film that they could without making their their own kaiju, you know. It it does think that this film doesn't get some recognition for, you know, being a Korean monster film, being one of the few kaiju films to come out in the 1980s, being being a lost film for for so long. A lot of people want to throw it in the same trash bin as Gamera Super Monster, and it is as good, I think. It's not really as bad as, as people make it out to be, is I guess, is what I'm trying to to say. You can find this online at places, too. I think it might be on TV. So,
0: yes, I believe that's how I watched it.
1: If you're if you're looking for 80s kaiju cheese <laughs> and those kind of like a pastiche movie that is so bad, it's good. This is a 10 out of 10, and it's evocative nature. In reality, where it settles as an actual kaiju film, I'm giving it a 5 out of 10 here. So... What about you, Miles?
0: I'm, I'm actually digging it a little bit more for its evocative nature. I, I appreciate that they, they intended to make a kaiju film. I, I don't think that that succeeded. I think they made a wild movie, which <laughs> yeah. is its own thing. But I, as far as a kaiju film goes, I think this, this doesn't really do a lot for me. I, don't, I think that, I mean, it certainly doesn't have an influence on the genre. It doesn't play with as many genre tropes just because it throws a kaiju in there. I do like this kind of like, he's not a mad doctor, but he's an obsessive doctor. I think there was more to play with here that maybe not using stock footage could have helped them, even if they had made a terrible looking monster. I mean, the monster from Space Monster, Wang Magui, is Awful, but we also get the best kid in kaiju cinema. <laughs> so, I mean, I can I can appreciate a trade off. So, I have to ding it a little bit. It's getting a four out of ten for me,
1: right? So, I mean, that follows a lot of <laughs> past <laughs> so bad it's good kind of films. I think I give them a little little more leeway. It puts me at a a five point six. You had a four point six. You know, a, a six and a five if we were rounding up. But our final score. For War of the God Monsters is a five out of ten, and that's fine. I don't think it's one of the worst kaiju movies ever made. It's not in the the one through four category, but it is definitely not great. <laughs> it is definitely not a great film. So five out of ten, on on par with the majority of the nineteen eighties so far. I think uh, outside of Return of Godzilla, but I was, I was hoping Maybe it wouldn't pull the the score <laughs> from last week down too too much. All right. Where where can folks find us, Miles, if, if they want to talk more about War of the God Monsters?
0: Can't find me if you want to talk about War of the God Monsters.
1: <laughs> you know, um, find, seek Miles out and tell him. <laughs> tell him
0: he's wrong. <laughs> this movie um, deserved one more point. <laughs> right. You can find us at kaiju versus history at uh, gmail.com if you want to agree with me. Uh, you can, you can uh, shout us out on Twitter at kaiju versus history. You can go to our website, kaiju versus history.com. And you can check out our letterbox account, Kaiju vs. History, to see all of our reviews and watch our list of films. So please rate and review our show, comment, share with friends, and let us know what you think. Thank you, Patrick, and thank you, listeners. Patrick, what are we doing next week?
1: Uh yep, yeah, thanks, Miles. We're gonna catch everybody next time when we're sticking in Korea, but we're crossing the DMZ, taking a look at a real monster in a Kim Jong Il production that took over a decade to come to fruition through money laundering and kidnappings that allowed a dictator to play movie producer that's right tune in next time for history versus pol gasari